0: Good morning. Happy Sunday, January the 24th. Hopefully you are uh, able to get into a fellowship somewhere. gonna be gathering together with the Saints. you know there's a and I, I love the book of Hebrews. It just reminds us that Jesus is always on the throne. And there are these little calls inside of that in knowing that Jesus is on the throne. What then do we do or how then shall we live? And one of the things that it says is that as we see the day approaching, we should not forsake the gathering together of the saints. Because there's this blessedness of the realization that we are not supposed to be, nor are we really in this alone. And that worship is a corporate, there's there's a corporate aspect of worship that is absolutely essential and key to the Lord. In fact, there's a piece in our passage today, we're gonna start to see the way in which God deals with, uh, with Israel um, is an interesting piece of this. Of course, he's dealing with individuals along the way, but when it comes to the acknowledgement or the agreement of following or not following the commands that Moses sets forth, um you know we're reading in genesis in uh, exodus 22 to 24 but there's going to be lots we're getting ready to get into leviticus and there are all these laws and some of some of them are pointing to us and god but a lot of them are the way in which we deal with one another and so there's this constant reiteration of the importance of the way in which we live life with those around us a lot of twenty two is just even some common sense stuff. I wanted to talk about that, but um, but it's interesting to me because the Bible in the very beginning uh, displays a clear dealing of God with a group of people, and even in the end, when you look at Revelation, the way that God judges the churches is as the, is is with the churches as a whole, and so it's these local believers that are judged. Now, you can make a case that, you know, Philadelphia is an entire region, which is fine. Fine if, if you know, if, if you wanted to do that. Um, but there are there are clear callings forth um, for elders and authority and consistent uh, communion together. There are things that just can't take place unless you gather together with the saints. And yes, it has nothing to do with a building but it has everything to do with gathering together. And I would make a strong case that that's a physical gathering together is a massive part of the essentiality. Um, We'll get to those kinds of things when we get into it. But I I wanted to, you know, my mind and heart went to this idea of common sense and the way in which we treat people around us. I've been convicted lately. You know, we, we have this amazing country that we live in and sometimes, sometimes we, maybe a lot of times me, sometimes a lot of times I am very prideful and very individualistic and very concerned with only me and my area and my territory. And there's a lot, a lot more in the world that God cares about. Like, I know, I know we say it, and it's easy to say that God cares just as much about um, you know, someone who's a part of uh, an Indonesian tribe in the jungle somewhere, but he really does. i mean if if you think about the commands the the promises, the belief that we have that God is the one that created all of these, that they are just as much able um to come to a saving knowledge a saving faith in Christ Jesus and read the same passage while still being in their very far away uh land with very different rules and very different structure God cares just as much about them and sometimes you know my selfishness really blinds me and if we're not careful i think that this this even happens you know into our neighbors how many you know Listen, I can sit here and be, and be judgmental because we all can, right? And I'm going to use this as an, as an example. But, um, you know, there's this, if a man borrows anything from his neighbor and it becomes injured or dies, the owner of it not being with it, he shall surely make it good. I mean, how many times have you let somebody borrow something and they break it and it doesn't get fixed? I mean, it's kind of, you know, being in construction and whatnot. You know, I hear, I hear these stories a lot. And and it's almost like you think, oh, well, this is common sense. You should know that when you borrow something or when you're using something of, of someone else's that you should treat it, you know, whatever. But you have to remember these laws, these common sense dealings with people around them as far as Israel is concerned, are coming to them in a time where they were just freed from the land of Egypt where they were used to being slaves and being treated like terrible things. I mean, they they really, there were rarely times in which they were dealt favorably with for a good long, you know, at least a couple generations. And when a generation grows up thinking this, we know this today, right? I mean, we look at we look at uh, Generation X right now, who is really the first generation that has grown up with a cell phone in their hand. You know, at, at the age of one, they can open and close a cell phone and figure out how to get into you know the picture app. It's really the first generation, and so for us, it's like we're we're watching to see the way that that affects them because it most surely is going to affect them. And so God is bringing his people out, and he's going to spend a lot of time just reconditioning, reestablishing in their hearts, in law, what is good and what is not good, what honors God and what does not honor God, how to treat your neighbor and how to not treat your neighbor, how to deal with issues of sin when someone does steal something or someone does kill something. Of course, we're talking about oxen and donkeys and all this kind of stuff. But uh, last week, you know, if if you open a pit and you leave the pit open and somebody falls in it, whoever dug the pit is responsible for the death of that person. So there's this, there's responsibility. God never removes responsibility, but he does provide restitution. and. I just love that about God. I mean, I I love it. We talk about the 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 two sides a lot, right? You can look at a lion and be terribly afraid, and you can look at a lion and and see majesty. One of the quotes from one of the, one of the uh, theologians that I used to listen to always struck me. You know, it's it's the same thing. We can look at the laws and go, ah, why? You know, what are these things for? Why do we need them? Why do we keep reading? Or we can read them and see, wow, God really cares about the way that my neighbor is treated. God really cares about the way that I'm treated. God does actually care about my neighbor's possessions. Just because they're not mine and I don't have stewardship over them, something happens to them and God actually actually places a little bit of responsibility on my behalf to be a part of restitution or a part of Bringing justice or a part of reconciliation, and it's a really beautiful thing. So I wanted to I wanted to leave that with you. I wanted to encourage you because we're going to be getting into a lot of these laws, and I'll I'll say it again. I will, um, but there are always two sides to this. If you if you read these things like right, <laughs> we don't actually take them to heart. We kind of miss the whole being, and it kind of helps us to see. What else is going on to kind of engage with this? If a man delivers his neighbor money or articles to keep and it's stolen out of his house, and the thief is found, then he should pay double. Restitution. Yeah, your house got broken into. Yeah, there was a thief that that violated your property. He was caught, here's what is due. And I love that. I love that that our God is a God that's involved. And maybe that was maybe that's the word that I wanted to lead with today. that's probably what I'll call this section is involved. You know God God is much more concerned with the nitty-gritty of our lives than we give a lot of credit to, i I think. And uh, as we move into these laws. I don't know maybe maybe that's one of the things that kind of can help to remind and and bring us back to that place that yeah God does care. You know, it's not just about whether or not you know you are serving in your church. It's just as much as important to God in your dealings with your neighbor on Tuesday or Wednesday or the employees at work that as a part of his people. As his um, there are ways in which you deal in the world that represent God even even ways in which you know things are reconciled that if you do wrong to someone even by accident, that we are called to make restitution for it we're called to, to make good on it I don 't know how's that involved. I like it, hey, maybe we'll see you in church today. If you're not uh, gonna join us here at Allenwood, I hope that you're finding a local fellowship. You're able to gather with some with some other believers and develop some deeper relationships with them as you continue to grow in your depth of relationship with God. Remember, continue, stick forward with us. Come on, it's twenty minutes a day. You got this. and then to meditate on it. think about that today. We have a God that we serve and that we love that is deeply involved. He's deeply involved. God bless you.